0: Man, just talk, catch up. We're going internal. Yeah, that's cool. That's super cool. Love it. Yeah,
1: I love the internal podcast. Me too. Welcome, everybody, to the Build It Internal Podcast. One day, <clears throat> if we have a real good one that we think could go out to the public, we should release an internal podcast.
0: Sure. I'm okay with that.
1: But preferably one that is substantial, has something of value within it,
0: not uh, like mantis shrimp. Mm hmm
1: there i wonder if everybody listened to that podcast mm-hmm. that really had no value at the company mm-hmm. you multiply it and figure out the, the 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 time spent on that like the payroll time spent on that how much money we wasted probably
0: quite significant well what i will say is that pretty confident Neither of you or I, right now, um, are the highest earners at BuildWit? <laughs> no, no. So there's that. Yeah, <laughs> could have been somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: my my uh my huge paychecks get lost in the mail every every yeah, two I weeks. Eventually,
0: sure you'll get one. You'll get paid to be here. <laughs> you know, I, I, I guess so. Well, that's what your I, boss tells you. It I, says, Aaron, you're gonna get paid to be I've, here. Just keep putting in the work, put in time, the time. Yeah, every time
1: someone says, hey, "Well, it'll be worth it." I'm like, "Well, that's what they that's what they tell me anyway." Hypothetically, yeah, I, I am. <laughs> I'm still a believer. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, but we're we're happy to be here, coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee, in the Buildwood Studios. We got carpet last week. Mm-hmm. Um, very exciting.
0: Yeah, I mean this is this is great. Obviously, between carpet and like historic hardwood, of course you want historic hardwood.
1: Yeah. Yes. Ooh, we've
0: got some bugs.
1: One hour later. Sorry, ladies and germs. Technical difficulties. We're back. It's okay. Just sorry, everyone. It's a podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast. Sorry. Um, we're coming off of a good discussion with everybody,
0: I felt like. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that the – I don't want to say the stakes, but the content of this Monday call would be so, like, broad and important. I mean, I was, let <laughs> me defend myself. Yeah, I don't think most Monday calls are a joke, but a lot of it's just like here's some important information. Roll into the week. I'm and as I've explained on the internal podcast, we're
1: stepping up into a different league. And where does that start? That starts with leadership. That starts with me, Dan, Randy, and then starts with the leadership team. And we are just to the point where let's just put the damn information out there. Let's just tell the damn truth. Let's get give everybody everything so that everybody can be working in unison. I'm so sick and tired of just trying to figure out when to tell people, how to tell people, how to explain things. Just here are the facts. Here's where we're going. Let's go do it together, because it's going to be a ton of fun.
0: Does that get trickier as we grow towards that like 250 number? No,
1: because I've been researching companies that do it at thousands and tens of thousands very successfully as public companies. Yeah. So there's legal ramifications if certain information gets out in the public. They put it all out there and it works really, really well. Their concept is everybody, you know, you just treat people as adults. Adults can hear the truth. Adults want the truth. And then if you put the truth out there, there can't be all these other truths because the truth is already there. If you try to hide stuff, then all this stuff is made up and misconstrued and no one knows what the hell's going on.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So trying to lead by example here, trying to be the example, trying to be as open and honest as we can be. There's nothing,
0: there's nothing hidden right now. Nothing. I have a thought. Please. Um. The, I, I'm fully behind the idea of like, treat people like adults. Um. You know, they, they want the truth. Like I, all in. I sometimes find the comment, like, you guys are adults. You know, I don't know, I just something about that often reads condescending to me. It's it's it, it very well can be condescending, and most of the time it is. <laughs>
1: okay. The way we're using it is, like, we're not trying to tell you what to do here. We're, we're like, we're not saying you're an adult, behave like an adult, but you don't actually have any of the power here. It's no, you guys, you have all the fucking power. We're, you have everything. You have the ability to make decisions. You have the information. We finally have a concrete direction here. Let's go do it together. Yeah. So I'm coming at it from an empowering side of the fence, whereas it very well could be condescending.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. At least I said it out loud. Yeah. Um, is kind of what we rolled out today on the call. And obviously it's not totally, uh, it's happening, but it's not fully set in stone in terms of like it being installed in the company and all that. Um, it feels like some of that's different than stuff we talked about like two or three weeks ago
1: uh, it is different okay yeah yeah I mean we've been iterating based on what we know mm-hmm. and so you come up with a plan you beat it up you create new information then you come up with your next plan yeah so we've been iterating for two months now and yeah it's different um, but this is this finally feels good and right and it is, is really, it's not that much different than what we've originally talked about. It's just a simpler form of what we originally talked
0: about. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just, we've just applied, keep it simple, stupid, and simplified, and simplified, yeah. and simplified. How can we really explain everything? Software, services, media makes perfect sense. And the only real change is splitting out marketing for partners and media. That's it. It's a little different. Yeah. The functions of either one don't change. They're just now in two different places. They're still working very closely together, Mm -hmm. but they're able to focus on either partners or producing media for different purposes. We're not producing media for partners anymore. We're producing media for other companies, partners, now feeding the software. So we need to be 100% focused on that because if we don't figure that out, all of this fails especially software. And as we're going into a software as a service type business, mm-hmm. marketing with, for partners is still extraordinarily important, which is why it needs to be on its own. It needs to be, it, they're, they're, it's, we're trying to do two different things here. And we realized we have them smooshed together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the biggest change was, and I might've talked about earlier, was we were coming at it from what do we have and how do we take that and make it into what we need it to be? And then we just completely changed the narrative. And we said, what do what do we need to pull this off? And then we evaluated what we had and how that applies to where we need to go. Mm-hmm. So here is where we need to go. We need to create a massive media production business that creates educational content, inspirational content, and entertainment. Entertainment. We need to do that. We need to create a software business. We need these services that support our partners, inform media, feed media, inform software. Okay, great. So then... How does that change what we have now?
0: Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff happening in a cool way. I mean, I'm not out, obviously. Dude, it is so cool right now. It is about to get so cool. So cool. I think what's the nature of the beast. And we've addressed this a little bit kind of over the year, basically. Because like you've said multiple times, like this is a company that's going to change a lot all the time. Like, yeah. we're iterating, we're figuring stuff out, we're realizing, oh, that wasn't the way to do this, so let's take another approach. Um, I think it's really natural for people who come from more traditional companies, doing more traditional roles in those companies, to hear a lot of those changes and be like, shit, I'm, they didn't say it, but like, I'm on my way out, aren't I? Yeah. I think that's a natural um. But I think, I mean, you do speak to that. That's not true. But I think.
1: It's not even true. With it's, that,
0: well, it, it, that is up to you. Sure.
1: There's this extreme ownership factor here. and And that was another part is we're here to create the opportunities. We're not here to necessarily hold people's hands and manage their careers for them. Sure. And that was a really sobering idea for me. And I still need to challenge some of this and how does it really apply to our business. But. I think there's a lot of that is we're here to create the opportunities and we're doing our best. We're trying to build the best team we can, make the vision very clear, that why, and then define what every individual needs to do to help get and and accomplish that and make the dirt world a better place. We're trying to do those things. But Mm -hmm. then how people within the organization take it is up to them. Sure. Like your success at this business is on you. It's not my responsibility to make sure you, Alex Horton, are successful as podcast. I can give you all the resources I need, and I can give you the feedback, and I can obviously sit here and podcast with you. I mean, I'm a big part of, of your success, but ultimately, at the end of the day, that's
0: within your control. Mm-hmm. You're also my boss and my client. Yeah. And my direct report. Like, it's a million things. Our, our work relationship is weird. That's not it's, typical in the company.
1: No, no, no. It's not, it's not the best example, but yeah. I'm just I'm saying
0: every everybody is
1: in charge of their destiny
0: mm-hmm. right yeah I agree um I still just I, I think when things be when we drop like big news of change or big um just new directions I think it is natural for a lot of people to be like shit what does that mean for me but this is
1: another thing too is some people are adaptable some people aren't sure and if people aren't adaptable, like I've I've said, and I've again just started to come to terms with a lot of this as we've stepped up to this this new this new level. Yeah. If you're not adaptable,
0: it's it's really going to suck here. It's really going to suck. If you rely on the consistency um, that a company who's not doing making a lot of changes, like if that's important to you, then maybe this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's and that's so that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. I mean, we hired most everybody at the company now. And when we've hired them, yeah, we're this cool marketing company doing dirt world marketing to make the dirt world a better place. Sweet. That's what everybody signed up for. Now we're saying we're going to go become a potentially a billion dollar software company. Holy shit. I mean... I didn't sign up for that. I signed up to be part of a marketing company. We mm-hmm. we still have the marketing service. Yeah. That's still gonna be very, very important to our business. We have internal marketing now. We need to grow build with. So that's a whole other marketing piece of marketing that we've never done before. We still have the media side that we're gonna go triple down on. Video is more important to our business than ever before right yeah. now. We still have all that, but it's organized in a different manner and it's much bigger now. Mm-hmm. But if if you're the person that I, you know, that the, I want to just work for the local agency and just do marketing stuff. Cool. That's cool. That's fine. I'm just, we're Dan and I, we're just, we're, we're to the point where we're just, we just want to be as upfront as possible. Here, here's what's happening. Here's what's going on. We're not hiding anything. We're just going to be completely transparent. This is where we're going. You want to come along with us? It's going to be really, really fucking cool. We're going to transform an entire industry and how they do business. We're going to impact hundreds of thousands of lives. Mm -hmm. We're going to create more wealth within this organization for everybody within the organization than we ever thought was possible before and completely change the lives that we live as individuals. We're going to build this really high performing team that we love and care for dearly
0: Mm
1: It's not like we're just going to go, yeah, we're going to go create a billion-dollar company to go return, create a return on investment for shareholders and serve Wall Street, and we're going to go work 100 hours a week and buy mattresses for everybody so you can sleep in the office on the weekends. Yeah, the office is really comfortable. You all should just live here. It's a pretty fair trade, in my yeah. opinion. It's, we're going here. Make the dirt world a better place. I mean, it's, it's we're we're dumb enough to think we can go completely transform one of the most archaic industries in the entire United States. That's insane. <laughs> to do that, you need to do insane stuff. Not going away anytime soon. Sure. To me, that gets me fired up, man. I am so, so stoked about this. Dan is so stoked about this. Randy's so stoked about this. Leadership team's so stoked about this. I think everybody here is stoked about it.
0: Yeah. On average. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, Well, thanks for speaking on that. I've got actually a couple questions that people just sent me that I think this is certainly the time to hit them and not, you know, a couple weeks from now. Let's get it. And hopefully hopefully it's apparent.
1: Like the podcast is a very vulnerable format. Mm -hmm. We don't
0: rehearse any of this. No. You don't edit any of this. Not really. No. I cut out stuff that was like, that was stupid. We don't need that. You cut out stupid stuff. But but other than that. In terms of the truth, we don't.
1: Dude. It's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And like, do I always say the right thing? No. Am I always spot on? No. Am I sometimes changing course a week later from what I just said? I'll listen to a podcast. It's funny because we record these sometimes a, a week or weeks. two in advance. Yeah. So I'll find, by the time I listen to it, what I said is completely wrong because we've already, we've already switched around.
0: Yeah. But doing my best. When you hear like a, a podcast like that, that is, you know, just a couple of weeks old, but is already out of date. What does that like stir in you as like a business leader, business owner? That means we're doing the right thing.
1: Yeah. We need to move fast. If we don't move fast, someone else is going to move fast and whoop our ass.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There, is, there, there are sharks in the water. I'm not dumb enough to think we're the only ones that want to go do this. Yep. And once we show, once we take this pathway and this blueprint and lay it out in front of the entire industry to see, blood's in the water. And it's going to be go time. Yep. We're not going to have time to be fighting amongst one another. We're not going to have time to be wasting time talking about shrimp. We're not going to have time <laughs> to be talking about a problem I have with Alex, but you're not here. I'm talking to Clay. I just need to go handle it.
0: Well, it's funny to think about the internal podcast um, as we like, continue to grow and make really big strides from a, like a staffing perspective. Because this used to be just like, it's just a way to get some information out to our people. Kind of make them feel like they're sort of around and um, are like hearing what's kind of like the fresh happenings of the company. You know, hear just a lot from you. And then it's going to legit be like news. It's going to really shape and inform the culture of our company. Yeah. Which is is really exciting. Yeah. Um, One thing that I was thinking about before I get into these questions is... I think honestly now is the first time where I am confident where like podcast stuff fits in the company structure because mm-hmm. everything's always felt like, well, it's kind of makes sense for me to do build with creative, but a hundred percent of the call on Monday is not really applicable to me. Yeah. You know, but it's like, then if I'm not that well, I'm not, I'm not related to anybody in terms of what we do. So then that's not something I want to do if I'm just like by me and you visit me. You well, know what you're, I
1: mean? you're more on that. I mean, we're going to be building a whole marketing team just focused on Build-It and growing the Build-It brand. Yeah. And you fall within that area. Mm-hmm. You fall within that. But it's that, also
0: media, too. Like, th- I think that's where that's where I'm thinking about, yeah, too. Yeah. But,
1: but media is really storytelling for the industry, video production, you know, photo, video, nothing beyond that. So, the function of Dirt Talk and the internal podcast is to expand the Build-It brand. Build-It brand
0: more than anything else. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Less certain than I was when I said my question.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the goal and the goal with Dirt Talk is let's just get build with a build a brand into as many in front of as many people as we can. Build sure. that community and then that that the community we're building with Dirt Talk is going to feed into the social app we're building and the training part of this yeah. and then we'll feed this entire digital ecosystem that we're creating. Make it all stronger. Sure. Fun.
0: All right. First question. Um, this one's from Chell. would love if Aaron could explain more about the legal structure of the business businesses like in the past, there's always been talk about having separate businesses under the buildwin umbrella, public build jobs, build with media, build with people, build with tech, blah blah blah.
1: yeah.
0: now it sounds like everything is one company, and we have internal divisions rather than legally different businesses. What are the pros and cons of that, and why is it being structured that way?
1: That's uh, a fantastic question. Uh, so right now, the way we did it is. everything's split out in different companies. So we're all working for different companies. And uh, for lack of a better term, it's a clusterfuck. Total clusterfuck. Talk to Kara about it. Ask Kara how much fun it is to be creating payroll out of all different companies. Sure. The nice thing about different companies is you're separating companies from one another so that the liability within one company is limited to that company. Sure. Hence the term limited liability company. That's why they say that. That's why the structure exists. You are taking those assets, putting it into one structure so that you're just liable for those assets. And in theory, technically, they, they, there's a lot of ways they can go after other companies. In theory, the other companies are protected. So that's why we, we thought we would split everything out to mm-hmm. make sure that we were protected as an organization. What we've realized is, again, we're, we're iterating. We've never done this before. We're trying things. It doesn't work. We're off to the next thing. It's not that we're Constantly changing. It's that we're growing. It's that we're evolving. It's that we're making progress. That's that's what progress is. Yeah. If you're the same that you were last week, if this podcast isn't outdated when it comes out, we're not making progress. We're not growing as a business. We're not growing. We're we're dying. Right. Yeah. There should be new information every time. Always. Always. And so, with the, the and so what we've asked ourselves is is the The value of having everything separated and the potential legal safety that creates worth the complexity it also creates from an accounting perspective, payroll perspective, tax perspective. It makes it really, really complicated. So we sat down with the business attorney and said, hey, can we simplify this? And this was from Randy Blunt. Randy did the same thing with his business. Mm -hmm. They combined everything into one organization. And then through insurance, they limit their... Risk and liability that way
0: of each department or division, just or? just insurance in general. In general, so if okay. something
1: bad happens, you have large policies there to cover whatever thing, when, when, whatever bad happens. Sure. Instead of them going after your assets, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, yeah. for layman in layman terms. So the way we're structuring the business is, and I'm ninety percent sure this is the way it's going to be. It's one holding company, and that is currently held a hundred percent by me. And that is where the investor will come into play mm-hmm. at that holding company level, and that's why I'm saying we need all of these companies to succeed and do well. Uh, it's not we're not bringing the investor in on the software company, right? Because it's it's only valuable at the top. Yeah. So we're bringing them in at the top, and then underneath that holding company, that one LLC is three companies. One company is the operating business, Buildwood LLC. That's where everybody will work. That's where all the money will go in and out of. And that's where there'll be multiple divisions. There'll be the software division. There'll be the services division. There'll be the media division from an accounting perspective. Sure. And it'll all roll up into one. Then we have the second LLC, which will hold the intellectual property on the software side of things. What makes software valuable is the intellectual property. And we want to separate that from the operating business so that... If we do get into trouble in the operating business, the intellectual property is somewhat protected and they can't go after that, which is what is going to be majority of the value of the company, Sure, that intellectual property. Then we have a third company, which will hold physical assets, pickup trucks, skid steer. We don't have a lot of physical assets now, but over the next few years, we'll start to accumulate more and more assets, land, buildings, whatever it may be. Those will all go into a third holding company to, again, separate those assets from the liability associated with the company. So if the company gets into trouble, those—and say we have a building, they can't go after that building. And then the holding company at the top is all going to be sold to a trust. So I'm selling my interest of the company to a trust. I'll be the uh, beneficiary of the trust Mm -hmm. and the trustee of the trust. So I'll still control the trust. But then I'm removing myself from the business ownership which makes the business a lot more sound in the event of, in theory, God forbid, divorce, accident, anything like that from me. I thought that part already happened. Uh, It's been, it's been, it's a long process. Got it. Okay. So that's how it's structured is trust, holding company, three LLCs, one operating business, one business for the IP,
0: one business for physical assets. And we all work for the BuildWit LLC. BuildWit. Cool. Thanks for digging into that. I actually got two questions asking about the legal structure. So that's, cool. thanks for hitting that. And, and it's just, and I'm going to keep
1: hitting on this point that no matter where you fall within the BuildWit umbrella, it's all the same at the end of the day. It'll all be the exact same for profit sharing. It's all the exact same benefits. It's all in theory, the exact same culture, same values, same mission, We're all working for the same business here, whether you're doing podcasting or you're developing
0: software. Same business, same why. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Next question is from Clay. For those of us that haven't been here a full year, what can we expect out of the winter season as many of the partners wind down their operations?
1: Um, With our growth as a business, we're not slowing down. We're going full bore. And... Most of our partners don't slow down all that much in winter. And they're still planning for the summer and sure they're not moving dirt, but their company's still operating. There's still money coming and going. They still have a hiring recruiting problem for, for the next season. Nothing really changes,
0: I've found. Is that is that kind of first we're, half of December that you know, we we're like really going pedal to the metal before the second half of the month? Is that Typically when a lot of our partners do their like seasonal layoffs. Is that around that same time?
1: Yeah, but even most of our partners don't do
0: a whole lot of seasonal layoffs. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's
1: it's just it's it's a seasonal business, but also everybody's still moving. There's like always like Sergeant's do. two big projects right now, they're gonna be going all through winter. Like the ones they just visited out in um out in Portland there.
0: Mm-hmm. They're going all winter.
1: Wow. They can operate any time of the year. Doesn't matter. So, and that's what all the and we've talked about this on the Dirt Talk podcast is the good companies try to retain people through the winter through different strategies. Yeah, because it's it's not becoming viable to just hire and and lay off hold, anymore. Yeah, it's not sustainable. Well, because there's so much risk and they just won't come back, right? Yeah, I mean, the re- I mean, really extra
0: other
1: like the only factors. truly seasonal businesses are maybe KLE, Vite a little bit,
0: <sighs> Wittek a little bit, but most of these com- they
1: they all they all go. It's pretty much full bore.
0: I feel like we've talked to people on the Dirt Talk podcast, and a, and a lot of them will talk about you know when their like seasonal layoff is. Yeah, but I haven't really. I mean, I didn't know one way or the other that most of our partners don't necessarily run their businesses that same way. No, I mean we we had content trips all the way through
1: last winter. Yeah, I mean we were in North Dakota in January. A great place to be in January for <laughs> Naco. Yeah,
0: it's
1: like Naco's operations—they don't shut down. 365 days a year, unless yep. they're snowed in. They're flat out, man. Oof. And from a content perspective, too, the winter presents a really, really cool storytelling opportunity because it's harsh, gnarly conditions. And that's cool. Yeah. And that is very representative of the blue car world. And to see a shovel, you know, working with snow all the way around it, looking like it's on the the uh, that ice planet in Star Wars. Hoth. Hoth should have called it cold not my joke yeah no I, I almost went to Endor but mm-hmm. that's the forest moon of course yep um, it's just it's, it's badass it's a really cool story to tell
0: yeah cool um, Aaron can you talk about kind of the way that uh, Jake Schmidtline's role has changed um, he and I were talking a little bit last week about build with people um, and it sounds like he's kind of moved back to more like broader picture stuff is that what's happening yes
1: I guess the 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 thing to address here is <clears throat> within leadership. So Lori is going to media. In theory, Jason Richmond is going to go to services. So that's where Jake. I guess to to frame this, Jake, we 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 had him chief people officer. We pushed him over to services, services. because, from a cash flow standpoint, we needed that thing to move. Yeah, but we've had discussions with him, and this whole thing is predicated on our ability to build our culture, recruit and retain and develop great human beings. Human capital is really the value of the business mm-hmm. sure IP assets, whatever all that's completely worthless if we don't have the human capital creating in the first place. And the we we the chief people officer role to begin with, I don't think we framed it all that right and I think and we Jake and I just talked about this he came into our business prematurely. And, and I mean, we've even had this conversation with Skylar. You know, Skylar came into our business prematurely. And yeah. a lot of these people have come into our business prematurely because we, we knew we were going in this greater direction, but we hadn't had quite had that hashed out yet. And, and they've done remarkable things. So there's zero regrets. But from a what they've really been able to do standpoint, it's been the, the results have been frustrating for mostly them yeah because they're like hey i can i know i can do a lot more here but i just don't have the opportunity to do that so we're essentially resetting on the chief people officer role and i have had this whole concept iron out in my mind too i viewed chief people officer as the guy or gal that hugs everybody and you know make sure everybody's cared for and and you know, is is that go-to person that's just championing our culture and this and that. And there is a component of that. Chief people officer, though, is really a, a business operations role. You need to understand how every business operates. Software, you need to operate, uh, understand services. You need to understand media. You need to understand how people fit within those businesses, how they're driven, how revenue moves through the company, how hiring affects their workload. It's It's a, it's a, it's a, more of an operational business role Mm -hmm. than it is a people role. Funny, oddly enough. Sure. And I've read multiple books lately making the argument for you actually, as a chief people officer role, you want someone with really strong business acumen rather than an HR background, which I think is very, very fascinating. And these are from multiple, multiple perspectives from very, very intelligent people. And I completely understand that. So I think Jake is looking at the big picture of our human capital type situation and then he's going to build a team within the people side of our business to make sure that we're developing people to make sure that we're recruiting the right people mm-hmm. to make sure that we're we have, you know, counseling one day and one of the big moves we're going to make within the next few months is hire on an HR leader that that reports to Jake but serves as that HR function, yeah. which I think we were confusing thinking that function is the chief people officer function. It's not.
0: Well, I mean, we've already hired and kind of moved on from somebody who was an HR person. You know, like that was really early on. Correct. And in hindsight, does that, not to put this person under the bus or whatever, but something like that also probably premature when we did it? Totally. Totally. Yeah. The, the thing with
1: letting people go to... Another thing that's been reframed for me lately is that that's our fault. It's not yeah, their Yeah, you talked about that yeah, It's not their failure. It's just that like he was a good example, brought into our company very prematurely, had no direction. Well, yeah, he wasn't going to do well. That was we screwed up. Yeah. Or even if we needed that role and we needed to go get her there, our talent acquisition process failed. We didn't hire the right person. Yeah. And so it's not saying they're a shitty person, it's saying that they're not the right person for this business, this role. That's it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where we're at with, with the whole people side of the business is we need to build out the infrastructure there, build that team out. And we're somewhat resetting on the chief people officer role and the human resources team within our company. And it should be quite different within the next month or two. That's the best way I can explain yeah. it. And this is, I, and in fairness too, all of this is still being hashed out currently. Sure. So Jake's reporting directly to me. As I explained, we're talking daily. We're working through all this. We're getting it sorted. There's a lot of things that need to be worked through. It's still very vague. Yeah. I'm still learning about what this role is, what it needs to be for our business. He's still learning about it as well. We're working through it together. Everybody should see the the fruits of our labor here soon
0: cool okay awesome um i think that's probably an internal podcast we had a couple probably really important things and yeah. so thanks for talking into that a little bit
1: There's a lot of talking man um hopefully everybody enjoyed the the podcast like i said on the call it's stupid important that any misunderstanding whatsoever ask ask questions mm-hmm. ask questions so it doesn't have to be on the podcast but ask people let's have discussions let's have hard discussions whatever we need to be having If you're not asking those questions, you're not getting the clarity, then that's on you, man. That's on you. We need everybody to be stepping up here and making sure they understand. And if they don't, let's have those conversations. Sure. So that's why you have this podcast. Anybody can ask any kind of question at any time. I really, really like it. Like we said just before, we really just shoot. Um, But if the podcast isn't the format for your question, make sure you get it to the right person so you can get that cleared up or debated or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, with that, we'll see you on the next episode next week. Thanks y'all.